recording? It is actually now. Oh. Yeah. Dude. Craziest thing fucking happened to me Friday, dude. So it's like 2 in the morning, right? 2 o'clock in the fucking a.m., I think, around then. And I hear something outside of the front of my house. It sounds like a little child being murdered. It's just like a screech, like a human-sounding screech. I'm like, what the fuck? So I reach to the behind me on the head behind me on the bookshelf, grab a colt, undo the lock and everything. I go downstairs. I'm like, what the fuck's going on out front of my house? And I the screeching is stopped by the time I got to the bottom stairs. Probably because I get to the bottom of the stairs pretty slow because I'm fat. And um, I open the front door. I don't see shit. Then all of a sudden I see like wings fluttering and something flies past my right sho- my right shoulder. And smacks right into the side of my, my front door. The brick side there. I turn and look what it is. And it is a deceased rabbit sliding down the bricks. All right. Just. Oh, like as if it was sliding down glass. Yeah. But, but wasn't. But it was brick. Yeah. So and, it was more like. And here's where it gets crazy. <laughs> I just made all that up. <laughs> How are you, bud? I'm great. I'm much better now. That was a good story. You like that? That was a great story. Yeah, here is a fucking funny story about how I woke up uh, Monday. Fucking, as you know, I did a fucking stage dive <laughs> out front of the studio, and I had that big fucking gash on my knee. Yeah. Well, it had healed over this big, nasty black scab and shit, right? I sleep in sweatpants. <laughs> Keep it Calm down. Calm down. Are they gray sweatpants? They are, as a matter of fact. <laughs> Hell yeah. You've been peeking? But, uh, so, I'm, like, taking off my fucking sweatpants to go put on jeans and shit, and something black falls out of the sweatpants, and I squeal like a little fucking Mary. I'm like, eee! Like that. Was it a deal, though? And I was like, what the fuck? And I, like, I so I, I'm doing all this in the dark, but I can just see it from, like, the hall light, you know, you can see into the room, and I'm like, eh! So I hit the fucking light on the wall, and it's just the scab had just fallen off my knee and oh. was in there. But yeah, I squealed like a little woman. So you proper, you proper didn't pick that thing once, then, huh? No, because I was always told if you pick it, it'll get infected, and then it leads to all kinds of shit. And then you got to amputate your leg. I mean, that's extreme. I know that's not true, yeah. but I also don't want to call my grandmother a liar. But if she lies... I mean, yes, she was racist, <laughs> short and ugly. But not a liar. But not a liar. <laughs> short and ugly. Oh, she, she's a fucking hard look look at woman, dude. I picked a lot of my scabs growing up. Oh, I did too. And I ate them. Did you? Mm-hmm. I was a booger eater for a long time. See, what's what do you think's worse, eating a scab or eating a bug? So you notice I didn't recall when I said you said you eat your scabs. I wasn't like, yeah. ew. I was like, oh really? That's for the listeners. Yeah. I was more like inqu- had like an inquisitive tone to it. Mm-hmm. I don't I judge. Was, yeah, I was, I was a never, booger eater. Who fuck cares? I was never a bug guy myself. You know scabs. what else I used to eat? Uh-huh. When you wake up in the morning and rub the crust out of your eyes, eye crusties. Yeah, I would eat that shit too. Huh. Here's Is the thing. Is it salty? I, it's, yeah, same as fucking boogers pretty much. Yeah, sure. But uh, I didn't actually stop doing that until I was like 30. I thought you were going to say until yesterday. No, until I was <laughs> so like 30. And seriously, <laughs> one day, like, it's funny as shit. Like, I just woke up one day and I was like, was laying in bed. And like, the first thing you do in the morning is you wipe the shit out of your eyes. Like, the crust out of your eyes. And I was just like, popped in my little salty treat. And I was just like, you know what? 
I'm 30. I shouldn't, shouldn't be doing this anymore. And then I just stopped. Like cold, cold fucking turkey, dude. Cold bug. Cold bug turkey, dude. That's the episode title. But dude, eh, yep, yeah. yes it is. I was just, <laughs> I was just like, I, like I'm too old to be doing this shit. It's fucking ridiculous. I'm still guilty of it, especially. Ooh, this kind of segue. What scab eating? This kind of segues perfectly into the f- the first topic I had for the day. But uh, if I get like you know when the weather's cold and your skin is all dry and shit. In your nose, you get scabby bugs. Yeah, yeah. I'll eat those. It's blood, mostly. Yeah, it's just it's blood, skin cells, and dirt. Yeah. So. Yeah. And more or less, maybe less, maybe less, maybe more dirt. Who's to say? And scabs, no I don't doctor. look down on because I used to, you know, like when you used to get like uh, you get like a long cuticle in your nail bed or whatever. Yeah. Would you chew them out? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, all yeah. The time. So, so what's the fucking difference? It's skin. Mm-hmm. And not to mention, it's like healing skin. So maybe like you eating scabs giving you healing properties. I did. And that's why you won't die of like prostate cancer. Yeah. I was a dirt kid. My immune system is brolic as fuck. I, ne- yeah. I never get sick. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. That's why I never. I don't have scared. allergies. Not really. That shit. I mean, I have some. If it's if if it, if someone has like a gross house and the environment is bad, I will get like fucking kind of stuffed up over it. But that's just like getting black long half the time. Yeah. There's only one type of booger you should never eat. Venue booger. Mm-hmm. You ever played a real dicey? <sighs> yes, I have. One of the ones that was notorious for it was uh, the Stalag in Philly. Mm-hmm. It was before my time, but... Yeah, but I'm like 61, so... <laughs> but uh, you get home from that place, and the next day, you would have, like, charcoal black boogers. And you're just like, man, I'm not going to fucking live long. I've heard that from other people, too. Yeah, there's other places that had it, too. Like, like straight up the original bugs. auto bar down in Baltimore, you would get black bugs, too. I remember the old auto bar. The one I was on the corner there, mm-hmm. right next to the sidebar? Yeah. Yep. That one would give you black bugs. <laughs> um, there was, yeah, there was a couple others. Every venue in Ohio I've ever played no, gave, I think gave it's just, me black no, bugs. It's not the venue. That's just the, the state. state. The, yeah. the state line? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Once you cross over from Western Pennsylvania, your bugs just start fucking darkening in your nose. <laughs> it's the fucking coal miner air, I suppose. The best, one of my favorite things, booger-related things, is when you're fucking just picking your nose and you pull one out, and it feels like it just pulled it off the back of your eyeball. Yeah. And you're just like, <laughs> for like <laughs> like two seconds, you're just like, <laughs> like all of a sudden, like your vision improves slightly in one of your eyes. You're just like, dude, yeah. Your eyes clear for a second. And all of a sudden, that next breath you take in is like just pure. You're just like, oh, this is a moment. Yeah. This is probably what it's like to live in New Zealand. <laughs> You know what I mean? I know exactly what you're talking about. I think I did it yesterday. It's like, yeah, did I breathe off a fjord? Like, this is beautiful air. Like, holy shit. Especially, like, a nice, long, stringy one. Yeah. I was like... And you're just like, ah. But you're like... Ah. Yeah. It's fucking fantastic, dude. But the the thing I wanted to bring up was... uh, uh, What's the the grossest thing you've ever done to exact revenge on somebody? Uh, Matt already told you. When he was here. Mm. Actually, that wasn't revenge. That was just me being an asshole. That's not what I'm talking I'm talking about bodily functions, like, sp- maybe bodily functions specifically, because Boogs, Boogs brought it up in my mind. Um, Other than, like, the time, yeah, that I pissed in a girl's wonton soup. <laughs> As a goof, I never... <laughs> that old gag. <laughs> I never did that shit 
that revenge shit like that. Like, I don't know. I guess it just never occurred to me to do something like that. We've both been on tour. Like, you never fuck with someone in their sleep with something? No, I've always put that out as a rule in any band I've been in that's gone out of state. Don't fuck with someone while they sleep. Yeah, because there's nothing that fucking pisses me off instantly than getting fucked with when I'm asleep. Because it's first off, like, when when, in the younger days, before we could afford hotels and shit, sleep was hard to get. Yeah. So you didn't fuck with them. Second of all, I didn't want people to fuck with me while I slept. So I kind of hoped they would, you know, extend the favor and shit like that. But yeah, I yeah, I just never fuck anybody while they're asleep. And when I was younger, like revenge shit, I just hit somebody, which is not smart. You know, obviously, you know, it's bad. Yes, I was a douchebag for doing it, but yeah, it's just I was more of that type of guy instead of like farting on their pillow or <laughs> fucking. Though I did have sex with a guy's uh, sister, who was a very unattractive girl, just so I could hold it over his head that I had sex with his sister. <laughs> That's a psychological... Because I knew she wanted to have sex with me. <laughs> That's a psychological ace yeah. card. <laughs> like, I knew she wanted to have sex with me. So, and like, she was like four years younger than me, and I normally kind of don't fuck around like that. But I was like, you know what? He's a fucking asshole. This would be a nice trump card just to have. It's like, you know, you know your baby sister? <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I, put, I put all one and three quarters inch in there. Like she may not have even noticed. Not in a rape way. In a fact that my dick is very small. You mean in like a not noticeable yeah. way? Yeah. She's like an you, unremarkable way, maybe. Like was that like your balls or something? Like, what's going on down there? Like oh, I don't have much to work with. So who holds the trump card now? <laughs> Why was the greatest thing you ever did out of revenge? I mean. Um, on the road, we didn't really fuck with each other in sleep either, but in the van, anything goes if we're bored enough. Like the first tour I ever did was with this band from New York called Vice, LOL. Wasn't there like, they're they're like a band when there was like seven other bands named Vice. That's exactly right. There was one from, in fact, the, the beef between beef between in finger quotes between them and the Vice from Ohio was like comical. All night, but anyway, we would do shit to each other, like in parking lots and stuff. Like we would have firework fights and. Oh, we did all that, but like it was that. never like. You said like revenge. Like we never did. No, it was never revenge. It was. I guess that's not bodily boys function. being boys horseplay. You know, like that oh. horse shit. On on that tour, one of our band members who will remain nameless, Mike Fink, took a shit in a bag, <laughs> and hid it in their van. <laughs> That's pretty good, actually. <laughs> it was disgusting it, because it like every everything everybody was leveling up, so they had to go more extreme, more extreme, more extreme. He was like, "I'm gonna take a shit and I'm gonna leave it under their passenger seat," and they didn't find it for like a day. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Eventually, they found it. But personally, I don't think I could possibly take a shit in a bag. Yeah. <laughs> Some some of us have rabbit turds, I guess. I gotta be like completely relaxed in order to take a shit. So there's no way I'm first off like ho- like hovering over a bag, <laughs> finding a bag that's gonna stay open under the density of my fucking protein logs. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just not gonna happen. I can't shit it like I can't shit like that. I can't do it. <laughs> like I, it's gotta be toilet settings. The only way I can fucking shit. Piss on the other hand. I get wild with. I mean, we're guys. Yeah, but, so we can pee anywhere. But fireworks fights, yeah, that's just that's we see that shit all the time. That's standard operating procedure. Yeah, 
there is a guy who actually listens to this fucking program. <laughs> Stupid. Idiot. And uh, we were playing like a show in Carney's Point, New Jersey, which is super south. And it's a place called Mr. T's. I have stories about that venue for days. And we're just having firework fights because it was this dive-ass bar that would serve quarter shots to, like, obvious children. Like, like, like they cost a quarter? They cost a quarter, but they were, like, a shot of just shot. shitty rail liquor, like the bottom oh. of the barrel stuff. And um, That's scary. this guy whose name I won't, you know, name, Nate Ferry, Nathaniel <laughs> Wellington Ferry, <laughs> formerly of uh, Wilmington, Delaware, now currently of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, um, was shooting fireworks. We're outside just shooting, like, bottle rockets to each other. As you do. And for some reason, next door, I forget what the place was next door to this venue, but it had a gigantic radar dish in front of it. I don't know. Satellite what it, dish or like radar? A satellite okay. dish, a radar dish. It was fucking huge. I mean, like, like something full, that could sense nuclear bombs coming. Like a full-on structure? Yes, like a right. full-on fucking dish. One of those real deal ones, sure. So, of course, we're trying to shoot fireworks at it to blow it up. Cops get called. You know, cops show up. Nate fucking <laughs> hauls ass back into the venue <laughs> And there's this band, uh, Redline, from New Jersey that was playing a show. He hid under their merch table. Cops <laughs> bust in, flip over their merch table, pull him out, and take his ass to the Carnies Point jail. And I remember having to fucking sit and wait. I think it was like eight, nine hours for them. To f- All of us had to put our money together because he had none to bail him out. Been there. And we're all tired. You know, it's fucking like early morning hours and finally he comes out. He's all right, guys, come on, let's go. And like, no, thank you. Fresh no, thanks for waiting or nothing. And we're just like, you motherfucker. Like, you son of a bitch. That's like the first time I ever did want to like shit on someone's like fucking pillow or anything like that. But I didn't because he's adorable. He looks like Macaulay Culkin if you like left him out in a rainstorm for like nine months. So, yeah. so Macaulay Culkin now? <laughs> Very valid point. Yes, that is 100% correct. So I know he's listening to this, so you're a piece of shit. A simple thank you would have been enough. We had no problem doing it, but a simple thanks, dude. You fucking spastic. Some people. I'm telling you, dude. It do be your own people sometimes. You can take them out of Wilmington. Can't take the Wilmington out of them. No, I tell you what. Um, oh, but the whole thing that sparked this thought of mine was that Lately, I've been having said dry bugs, and I was picking my nose either yesterday, whatever, Friday, or some shit, but I picked a bug, and I gave myself a nosebleed, and meanwhile, one of my coworkers was being extra annoying, just, you know, inner office fucking boring politics, but I was like, hmm, maybe I should bleed on her st- on her stuff. Jesus! <laughs> By stuff, you mean like her coat or like her food? No, not her, never food, but like, you know, just like, like we have black office chairs. She'd never know. She'd be sitting in my Why blood. does the color of the office chair matter? Because when the blood dries, you, you can't see it. problem with that color black, dude? I do. I prefer gray. I don't see no, I'm just color kidding. when it comes to chairs. But did you, though? No, I didn't. No. no I'm, I'm, I flicked books at people. I mean, oh, we've all been children. thousand percent. I mean, I'm pretty sure my sister's got been like on the receiving ends of like f- dozens of boogers from me. I think I flicked a boog at Mel yesterday. Actually, no. I think my sister actually got one on me once. I had these big plastic glasses when like like I first got glasses, 
and it had like this like a spot like this little thing right here it goes over your nose it was like a, a square of just like empty space in the middle of it and she got it in there and into my eye oh man once. i was like jesus christ is this jason fucking born like <laughs> holy shit and like and she saw me instantly go for my eye like underneath my glasses and she's like did i and i was like you fucking bitch and she just fucking sat there and was like ah! just laughed at me fucking heartily and I'd have been rolling. Yeah. That's just a great shot. You can't yeah. even fault that. And like looking back now, I'm like, damn, that is that's some shit right it's there. Marksmanship. That's good. You sure she's not special forces? What the fuck? Well, she does work for the government. Uh. So, who fucking knows? Hmm. Yeah, she's oh, I just work for the state. Do you? Doesn't she? She works for the company. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. But I, as far as revenge, though, for some reason, that shit's never come up. Mm-hmm. But yeah, for some of my coworkers is annoying me. I would have no problem just. Well, we talked about flicking bugs before, right? Yeah. So, I mean, once they hit the ground, they disappear. You said as soon as it leaves the finger, it's it's in the ether. Like, it's gone. Yeah, I think what I should have... I should have clarified. It can hit stuff, because you can... Anybody can hear a booger flick and, you know, make a little tick when it hits something. But after that... What kind of dense-ass boogers you have that you can hear them hit the, like... Actually, no, because I throw mine in that. I told you, I throw the wine in that box fan right by my bed. Exactly. And it goes like here. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> then who knows where it goes. I hope I have something on top of my bookshelf. It's just like a couple of books, and there's just this pile of boogers that have just accumulated. Because it all just happens to hit the blade at the right time, and the right trajectory <laughs> to hit that one spot. It's just like, a little bit spread out. <laughs> this is brought up some of the... One of my friends is a fucking freak show. All right. What? No way. Once, <laughs> once you pick your nose, what do you do with it? Do you instantly throw it or do you, how do you roll? It depends on what kind of booger it is. Basic garden variety dry booger. Flick. Flick instantly? Pretty much instantly. Place yeah. a garden variety wet booger. I'll do a roll to, to okay, make it Show dry. me how you roll. Thumb and forefinger? Yeah. Okay. And then I do a pink. I have a friend. His name is John Hassan. I'm not even going to bother fucking, because the guy, he's fucking disgusting. He doesn't listen to this show. He, he's, he's fucking gross. He would pick his nose, take the booger, put it on his palm, and then just roll his palm like that. Oh, man. Like that. And God then it, roll down his window and go like this, like he was making it rain. And just fucking just like whack. And they're like, that's, that's a, so much extra that's, work. I was going to say, so that's a lot. so many extra steps you just put into fucking rolling a bug dude you don't have to include the whole hand granted he's a small man with small hands but it's like a second hand <laughs> yeah it's just what the fuck he looked like an abuela fucking rolling churro dough i was like what the fuck dude ass and he <laughs> dude he would just get up there and this is funny shit because i used to we used to ride around all the time you just watch him in traffic just staring i'm like and he would just be fucking touching his brain and shit <laughs> what a fucking what a young statesman I, I don't know. How, I wonder how many times <laughs> I've been caught picking bugs on 95. Do you, I just don't care. I mean, I don't care, but it's just... Like, I don't even get grossed out when I see other people doing it. I laugh a little bit. I'm just like... It's hey. like, heh. Yeah. But it's like one of the, heh. Like, the relatable, heh. Exactly. You're just exactly like, that. me too, dog. Uh-huh. It's like with, like, one of our early episodes we were talking about... In, uh, in fact, it'll make me check mine. Like, the urinal pissing... Well, if someone farts while like while you're pissing at a urinal, <laughs> you're kind of like, hey, "Me too, dog. I've every been there time. as well." Every time. So yeah, if I see someone like just digging for gold on, on the bus or something, I'm just like, "Yeah, you know." I'm like, hey, "Get a bud. 
I don't get grossed out. I'm not like, oh my god, or anything like that. Dude, people like that fucking Matt from Thank You for Your Services podcast drive me fucking up a wall. He like, fucking crow up, dude. He cries every time he catches me picking my nose. Why? Because he's a wimp. What does he think your booger's going to contaminate his house? I guess. But he fuck. You remember the fucking story he told on my show? I never listened to your show. You were on the show. Was I listening? <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> How both of you guys would have you had the the fucking cum booger wall next yeah. to your beds. Yeah. I was like, you, yeah. You if you got a, if you got a cum stains on the paint in your room, you can't say you should, shit. Yeah. Now the one thing that does gross me out that a really close friend of mine whose name I won't mention because he said, "Don't you fucking ever say my name on your stupid podcast," and then he called me an F slur. <laughs> is he constant? This is a dude that free balls too. He never wears underwear, right? Our tens of listeners will be judging you. He uh, constantly scratches his asshole through his jeans. <laughs> cool. <laughs> it's like constantly scratches his asshole, but you never see him washing his hands after. Oh, you like mean that. like reaching in? No, no, no. Through uh, the denim. I got you. Like, he's never, like, bare finger on bare portal scratching. <laughs> but he's definitely, through the jeans, on his portal scratch. I'm like, shower. <laughs> he's like, I showered yesterday. I'm like, you can shower every day. I sometimes shower twice a day. Normally, I shower twice a day. Wow. It's like, then go wash your hands. Get some Purell something. Like, what are you doing? Like, you have a small child. <laughs> you're like, you're like, what kind of example are you setting? And it's like, it's like, see that I'll get fucking grossed out about. Or if I see someone take a shit, wipe their ass, and then not wash their hands. <laughs> that, that's where people lose me. If you're going to take it a piss and you don't wash your hands, fine. I don't give a shit. Your dick's probably clean. It's been in your pants all day. My dick is probably the cleanest part of my body. Yeah, same. You know, it's unused, still in the package. <laughs> yes. And it's like. Yeah. On the shelf. That's fine, but like, if it's close to your fucking portal, on the portal that just had fucking protein logs coming out of it, dude, wash your fucking hands. I'm not even asking you to do a full scrub under the nails, like, decontamination wash. Standard 20 second once over. Yeah. You can just run under hot water. Who gives a fuck? Just something. And that feels good. Like, dude, it does feel good to scratch your asshole, but it also feels good to wash your hands. Mm Mm-hmm. Then you walk away double clean. And he's also a nose picker, too. So I'm like, hmm. you ever you ever just, you know, he's maybe he's willing to pick. And all of a sudden he's like, <laughs> what did you just say? <laughs> no, before that. the word. He's ever just picking his nose and all of a sudden he brings his finger up. Just like, uh. I, yeah, I had a stroke mid-sentence. It happens. <laughs> I'm fat and old. I don't live all right. You trailed off for a I second. I did. I'm sleepy. Come on, Mumbles. You had to be up together. past my fucking bedtime, dude. I didn't do shit to you. I was out partying with the fucking outlaw last night. Mm-hmm. I bet you were. In talking sc- scenic Ambler, Pennsylvania. Hmm. Drinking gross-tasting beer at Evan's house. I love you, Evan. He's scared to come on the show. Oh? Claims he's not interesting enough to be on the show. Is he a good hang? He's a fucking great hang. Well, then what the he's fuck? He's one of the funnest dudes in the world. And he's super interesting. He's been in more bands than you probably have ever even listened to. Then what the fuck? He can play every instrument and every instrument well, every genre well. He's like, there's nothing interesting about me. I'm well, then, like, like, go fuck yourself. Then fucking, then don't come on then. Yeah. Mr. Fucking. Fucking was. Humble. God like, damn it. He, he's the only dude I know who can pull off wearing Teva sandals. 
<laughs> Did you say Teva? Teva. <laughs> this motherfucker. Dude. It's Teva. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know how to pronounce a fucking sandal. I never. You fucking Sally. I never heard Teva before. Whatever. Cool. Eat a dick. <laughs> that was nice. But, uh. <laughs> not only that, this is the drummer for Cancer Priest, Evan. He He's can, a monster. He can blast beat in Teva's. He's a monster. I've seen. I've watched him. He can blast beat in flip flops, sandals. And all. I'm like, dude. Like I can't even walk in a straight line with shoes. Wasn't he wearing Crocs at the skate park show? Probably. I think he was. Yeah, he's because always because I commented on. It. I was like, look at that fucking thing. Yeah, he's God, always God. wearing some suspect ass shoes, and he, <laughs> and it's not like he's just lounging. He's playing like double bass, blasting, and just. There's nothing interesting about me. That's one thing right there that I could talk to you about for fucking hours. Straight double pedal Jesus metal. Like, okay, you can do that while wearing the most heinous footwear ever. (laughs) And it's like, yeah, like, how? How? Like, I couldn't even do the simple punk beat with that shit. What a fucking asshole. What's going on with the fucking news today, bud? Oh, man. I was excited for this. Oh, God. We got some great stories today. Oh, God. I remember we had one we wanted, I brought up like almost like the day after we recorded the last episode, but uh-huh. then I for, completely forgot what the fuck it was. Oh, I didn't. Okay, good. I did some, re- I did some uh, homework oh. on it. <clears throat> so first we have <laughs> a woman who sued, uh, she sued, um, she sued a bar after getting so drunk that she blew up a $10 million home. I'll say that again. She was so bombed, <laughs> she blew up a house. Those fucking Canadians. How? How did she blow up the house? So, she caused uh, $15 million in damages after driving drunk, cl- crashing into a house, and, ca- uh, and causing an explosion. You know what they call that, right? Huh. That's the Anne Hage special. <laughs> R.I.P. I think, I thought they called it a Canadian car bomb. <laughs> Uh, this was after a Marilyn Manson concert at the Budweiser Gardens in Ontario. <laughs> I believe it. As yeah. soon as I heard that shit, I'd fucking want to drive into a house too. <laughs> after uh, she got drunk at the show and uh, got behind the wheel. Um, let's see. She ran into a home, rupturing a gas line, triggering a massive explosion. It destroyed four houses and injured seven people. And she probably walked away unscathed. I think other than the emotional scar of having to sit through a Marilyn Manson set. <laughs> yeah, there is that. The um the financial impact of her actions have been enormous, says the judge who sentenced her, estimating fifteen million dollars in damages total, including medical bills and all that shit. <laughs> Fire there are two police officers, firefighters, numerous injuries. Uh one was forced to spend more than a week in the hospital. Mm. Let's see. She pled. She pled. (laughs) She pled four counts. Pled guilty to four counts of impaired driving and got three years in prison. Huh? You know what's funny? It's it's Canada, right? Uh huh. If she would have said, said, "Look, I'm really sorry (laughs) about this. I'm really sorry about what I've done," and the judge is like, "Well, I can see the sincerity in you," and just like, "All right, but don't let me catch you here again." All right, bud. (laughs) <laughs> straighten up your act all right <laughs> she's trying to counter sue the venue 
and ov- I agree. Ovations Ontario Food Services who who uh, supplied the the liquor mm. because uh, she she believes that they share liability uh, for the blast on the grounds uh, because staffers quote ejected her from the venue while failing to take steps to ensure that she would not drive home. So it's it's their responsibility to well kick you out and then make sure you don't drive home if you're bombed. The I don't know how it rolls in Canada, but in the United States, someone who serves alcohol is supposed to know when to cut off someone. Mm-hmm. But once they cut the person off, they do that part, and the person leaves the property. They're not liable unless they blatantly overserved. Mm-hmm. So unless she, so if this was, this is only if this is in the United States. If in the United States, and she can prove for a fact that she kept going up there sloshed, and the guy kept giving her beers or whatever, then she has something to say. Other than that, no. But I don't know how Canada rolls. Well, uh, I don't think she can unless she has some secretly great attorney. She doesn't stand a chance against the legal <laughs> counsel of a of a fucking venue that big. Dude, her fucking. Her legal or food services. is just some guy covered in maple syrup. <laughs> he, instead of a tux, he wears a flannel. <laughs> he's got he's got all denim on, dude. He's got all denim in a case, suitcase full of Budweiser. <laughs> or, I'm sorry, Molson. Molson. <laughs> my, my B. I got my cultural stereotypes wrong. But she should just sue them like, look, your honor, I was forced to sit through a 60-year-old man wearing face makeup and talking about how he has no friends, even though he has gajillion dollars and then i decided i just wanted to end it all by driving into a house i'd be like yo case dismissed <laughs> i mean then again she should be held accountable was like yo if your taste is that bad that you went to that you kind of deserve bad things to happen to you anyway yeah i don't even it didn't even say and she it should be an instant not. win in case the owners of all those homes like want to do like a civil suit of some sort they should get instant win. They're like, but your honor, she intentionally went to see Marilyn Manson <laughs> in twenty twenty three. He's like, Oh, that's a good point there. You know, just fucking lock him up, dude. Oh, I don't lock know, bud. Lock her up. Like she said she was sorry, but she did go there intentionally. <laughs> There's plenty of other like musical acts you can go see, you know. Rush. Plenty of did you see Rush? I don't know any other fucking Canadian bands. Justin Bieber. She can go see Brian Adams. You know? <laughs> He's got that song from the Robin Hood movie. <laughs> she could have gone to see that, but instead she wanted to go see some fucking retard that you know <laughs> dresses up like a '90s food court guy from the mall. Ugh. Oh, but did I, did we mention he's also a sexual predator? Yeah, and a fucking a horrible guy, dork. Oh, Maryland. Bad story. But the, the the people whose houses it were shouldn't have to suffer anything. That sucks. But I guarantee you, if you're like, yo, would you rather have all your worldly possessions in your own home be gone in a fireball or have Marilyn Manson play for you? <laughs> uh, what, take- if, what if Marilyn Manson like reaches out and is like, look, I heard about what happened after my show. I want to like help you guys out, so I'm going to throw a benefit show for that to help raise money to get you guys all new shit. Nah, we're <laughs> <I'll> cool. T- <laughs> I'll see you in court, Brian. Yeah, like, <laughs> I'll take my smoking crater, Bri-Bri. You know, it's like, <laughs> Jesus. 
piece of shit. What a fucking zero. I listened to enough Marilyn Manson in my sister's oh. car when I was a little kid. Yeah, right. Save it. Yeah, right. That was your tape. Mm-mm. Don't blame that fucking sweet lady for the, your fucking misgivings. I never liked M.M. <laughs> Marshall Mathers? Sure. What the fuck else you got? Well, there's also... Um, uh, Kent Co- Kent County, not Delaware, Aww. an orthodontist hired a forensic investigator who then turned him in for having child porn. <laughs> what did he hire the forensic investigator for? So, um, let's see, uh, Brian, Byron Township, Michigan. This orthodontist, Dr. Thomas Patrick Shannon, is facing criminal charges after investigators say he was found to have solicited, solicited sexually explicit photos from a minor in North Carolina through social media. The The subject was supposedly a 17-year-old girl, but it was a cop. <laughs> That's entrapment. That's what that is. Perhaps. You know what it was? This dude just fucking sees this fucking 17-year-old girl. She's probably on the internet, you know, smiling and shit. And he's probably just like, that bicuspid there, something's not quite right about it. It's not growing in how it should be. <laughs> and he's like, look. <laughs> this is a tooth joke. <laughs> Wait, and he's just like, so he, so he DMs the girl. He's like, look, I'm a, I'm a fucking, was he a dentist or an orthodontist? Orthodontist. orthodontist. He's like, I'm an orthodontist. I see what your problem there with your bicuspid. I think I can help. You know, just send me a, like a closer up picture of the, of the tooth. But it turns out the little harlot, all she had was just pictures of her taking loads in the mouth. So she didn't want to take a new one because she has a cracked phone, cracked iPhone six, <laughs> like some people, <laughs> like some people in this room have. And she, she's like, "Well, all I got is these pictures of me taking loads in my mouth." So she sends them over to the orthodontist, like, "Well, he's gonna have to make do with these pictures." And then all of a sudden. The cops just swarm in, dude, and he's like, I was trying to help. I wanted her to have a movie star smile. Mm. Well, I, the the 17-year-old he was talking to was a cop. It was somebody who was, uh, you know, out to get people doing such a thing. You know how they Jesus used to do in the Christ. chat rooms back in the day? You know, the old that old gag. So, honestly, well, this 17-year-old should be arrested for becoming a cop while he's still <laughs> underage. <laughs> <laughs> well... Here's here's where it gets confusing. Like, wait a minute, officer. You're not even old enough to be here. <laughs> He's like, gee, mister, you sure are right. Here's where it gets confusing. Oh. He hired a forensic investigator to examine his iPhone and iCloud accounts in an attempt to show there was no child porn stored on it. The investigator allegedly found a large amount of child porn in his data. Yeah, how do we know, like, the forensic investigator and the orthodontist weren't boys, right? Like, say, like, look, say I'm me, I'm an orthodontist, and I'm like, hey, Tom, you know, like, like technology and shit, right? Come check my phone. I think something's fucking wrong with it. And meanwhile, right before you come over to look at the phone, I'm like, downloading all this CP I can, little six-year-old getting shit or fuck, you know, then, hey, what do you think's wrong with my phone, Tom? <laughs> Like, oh Jesus! You know, what like that. The fuck. And then he's a. Then I'll just come out of like from the closet, like gotcha, gotcha. You know, just fucking. But it's on your phone. Why does that affect me? Because you had to look at it too. Yeah, but it's your. I device. was gonna look at it anyway. Okay. The uh, only way to make make a small hole bigger is with a pedophile. 
you. I know, right? Uh, he it allegedly included photos of minors under the age of ten, and sexually. Expl- oh God, they're getting lung cancer, poor minors. <laughs> sexually explicit photos of prepubescent and adolescent children. He had been doing this since 2019, seeking. Uh, oh, so he's an OG. Yeah, through <laughs> different social media apps and banking accounts to do so. Oh. You can get C- you can get child porn in your banking account too. Well, you got to buy it. I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> I know. I was just being a silly goose. Uh, see what see. happens when you keep me up past my bedtime. <laughs> you got the sleepy haws. You <laughs> get the sleepy haws, dude. Those are the best kind. They he, are. Uh, uh, search warrants were executed on his devices and accounts, allegedly discovering further images of naked boys and girls, including infants. Well, at least he's all inclusive. He was charged with eight felonies, including possession distribution, and using a computer to commit a criminal act. Damn, just like hackers. Got him. He's the zero cool of fucking child born, dude. Damn. You could tell all the kids he molested because they all came out with braces. <laughs> I was trying to I was trying to connect those dots somewhere. I'm glad you did that. It's like, hmm, none of these kids like, are wearing this their guy, retainers. This, this guy was like, hey, I have all this candy in my dusty van. I get out, my butthole hurts, and all of a sudden I have nice brand new braces <laughs> and headgear. Make sure you keep that retainer in. <laughs> Wink. <laughs> he, t- he does the braces too tight so they can't fucking open their mouths and blab on them. Exactly. <laughs> Those rubber bands are high test. You go chattering to your mama there. I'm going to tighten that thing even more. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, fucking ghoul. <laughs> <laughs> you. <laughs> you are the ghoul. <laughs> hey man, I'm just trying to bring perspective from the other side. All right. Yeah, I'm for trying, sure. I'm trying. <laughs> you piece of garbage. I'm trying to, <laughs> hey man, I'm trying to be fair. All right. You gotta, Why? <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta see it from their perspective too, man. Six year olds be delicious. <laughs> All right. Oh, kill me. <laughs> oh, fucking A. <laughs> hey, was that the girl from the first story? <laughs> the old H-bomb. <laughs> the Postmanson H-bomb. That's what that's called now, dude. <laughs> the Postmanson H-bomb. Uh, do you want to get into bird news? <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking absurd question. When am I never, ever not in the mood for bird news? Uh, now, Tell me they found a new kind of bird. Be- sort of. Fuck yes! A pigeon carrying a miniature backpack filled with drugs was captured in a prison yard. <laughs> if there is not a fucking picture... <laughs> give me that fucking thing right now. <laughs> oh, it's just a picture of the pigeon. I want to see him with a little backpack on. I think... <laughs> In cuffs, <laughs> his little wings and cuffs. But you get to see him an adorable little Jansport. <laughs> Is it blue? <laughs> It'd be funnier if the it was a pigeon. If it was a pigeon in a full size like human Jansport, that'd be fucking sick. Put an orange jumpsuit on the bird. <laughs> Put in a little orange Crocs and his orange jumpsuit. Oh my god! He'd be a jailbird. Ooh. <coughs> <laughs> so, dude, 
that is actually I'm surprised nobody's because everybody raises pigeons in cities. Oh, well, here's like the, the thing. city cities. Like, why wouldn't you? Like, they can carry little messages on their ankles. Some forward-thinking dealer was just like, "Hey, ma'am." They fashioned him a little backpack to carry dime bags and shit. So, so this not only is drug dealer is a drug dealer, but it probably has a sick Etsy page. <sighs> You're like, yo, do you have a fucking pet at home that needs a sick backpack? How about a shoulder bag for your dog? Exactly. So there's like, look, all right, I can either send these little ankle messages to Civil War soldiers, or I can put a little book bag filled with dope and send them over to my dude that's shilling out on the corner. Smugglers have gone backward in technology. Have they? Because as of late, the thing that they're intercepting the most with people trying to get shit over walls is drones. Hmm. They said they intercept drones almost daily. So somebody went backwards in an attempt to thwart the authorities. He would have gotten away with it, too. If it weren't for those meddling fucking kids. That were fleeing from the orthodontist. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, first they catch the the smuggler, like the drug smugglers in South America and their homemade submarines. (laughs) And now they got America just had to one them up with their fucking. Yeah, we got pigeons with baby book bags. Sadly, this is a Canadian story, too. Here's fuck, dude. Got us again. The, the the officials reported capturing a pigeon carrying a tiny, a quote, tiny backpack filled with illicit drugs in a Vancouver prison yard <laughs> filled with crystal meth. And the small pocket on the book bag had fentanyl test strips, so he was being responsible. <laughs> he's no, he's no, st- <laughs> he wants repeat customers. He doesn't want them dropping dead after the first hit, dude. He's no stool pigeon. <laughs> no, that no boo on that. That was fucking good. Uh, Dude. It was spotted by correctional officers doing their standard patrols. They initially spotted the bird with a package on it. They it was, it was drones, spotted so. by some lesbian in a Subaru out in a Vermont vacation. <laughs> I was looking for the tufted titmouse, and I saw this <laughs> pigeon go by with a book bag on. <laughs> some snitch bird watcher. Yeah. I just described my aunt, by the way. <laughs> She's like, I was looking for a triple-breasted toucan, and what I found was crime. Mm. <laughs> Got more than I bargained for. I mean, like, when it was intercepted, did they go, oh my god, this is horrible, or were they like, <laughs> you gotta laugh. Yeah. Because there's, there's, there's no chance you can trace that to a person. You gotta just catch that bird and be like, wow. All right, all right, all right. That's a good one. You're a DEA agent. Do you, A, send the pictures of the jailbird in question to your superiors first? No. Or do you post it on, like, pigeon meme pages on Instagram first? (laughs) Uh, I'll tell you what. I I would DM them pictures so that they could post them. But I would have the originals myself. Yeah. I'd be like, you want to see something really cute? Aww. <laughs> He's just trying to feed his pigeon family. You have full license to post these. Do not tag me. Damn, I just hope that fucking bird has, like, tattoos across its talons. It says, like, tough luck. <laughs> fucking <laughs> fucking shit all down its breast and wing. <laughs> it's got a teardrop under its <laughs> stupid black eye. <laughs> no pupil having dum-dum. It's fucking co- tattoos covering its oil-slick colored feathers. <laughs> Pigeon's eyes are straight up red. We gotta fit, yo. You know that fucking pigeon was just fucking flexing on all the other pigeons that just sit in coops on the tops of like, 
housing projects. Yeah. It's like, oh, you guys are here just fucking slumming it on top of this building? I'm out there stacking fucking paper, dude. Watch this. <laughs> it's like, yo, man, did you see Cuddles come back, dude? He's got a fucking fresh rolly on his wrist, dude. Cuddles. I don't know what you would name it, Pigeon. Cuddles sounded good. It's good. That's Cuddles good a Pigeon? Mr. Wings? I don't fucking know. Paul McCartney. Wings. Mm-hmm. There you go. That'll I got do. it, and it still wasn't good. That'll do. <laughs> that story is officially killed by Tom. Yeah. <laughs> Not for lack of trying, either. You just fucking started listening to the beautiful people and drove a car right into that bird. <laughs> I really wish that story had... I want to see the photograph of the bird with the book bag on. I want the book bag. Could you just see him, them, like, giving him the perp walk into the <laughs> station, right? With little ankle chains on? Yes. And just all, like, the fucking, like... All the cops and like the the receptionists and shit and the and the precinct like, oh, wow, look at him. <laughs> we gotta let him go, judges. Look at his little beak. <laughs> I've got some drugs in my beak. <laughs> Case dismissed. Bang the gavel. Oh fuck, dude. If that motherfucker doesn't get his own Netflix documentary, Ted, if he doesn't get his, if he doesn't get a six part Netflix documentary, well, we got all the fucking serial killers in the world, but a backpack bird, yeah, he needs his fucking series, dude. Backpack bird is tight in my book. He's fucking tight, wolf ass dude. Mm-hmm. <sighs> all right, I'm Uh-oh. saving the best for last. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Ten. Uh, obviously, by now. I hope everybody has heard the story of police officer Megan Hall. Oh, that's right. This fucking angel. (laughs) This angel. She was fired for having a sexual relationship with seven other officcers. Yeah, she was. At her place of uh, work. Uh, Let's see. Probably at her place of life, too. Mm -hmm. Oh, Meg. This article showed that all of the officers involved in said scandal, finger quotes, had uh, like disciplinary records. Right. Some of them were straight up fired and some of them weren't just for being involved. Just for crushing puss? Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that piece of garbage got fired first. Ah. Because, uh, let's see. Laverne, the the mayor, received a tip that the officer was having intimate relationships with other members of the department, according to a 20-page report. Now, that's a... I'd probably jerk off that 20-page report. That's a rat. (laughs) I probably heard one. I'd probably pull meat to that fucking 20-page report. Did you see Officer Hall? Dude, not bad for a cop, dude. I mean, she's got that round, my dad might be my grandfather head <laughs> but i guarantee you she's thick thighed as a motherfucker you know what she probably is dragging a wagon i'm telling you dude so she was hired by the police department in 2020 and fired because of the sexual uh the <sighs> sex investigation how per- she spends her breaks is her own fucking business dude so 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 she thought i suppose in uh december 2021 she responded to uh the, these are her um she had she had a laundry list of complaints leading up to this, so they oh. were they were, I think they were looking for a reason to get rid of that girl. So you're saying they sent all seventies officers in? You're like, yeah, go s- smash out Megan mm-hmm. in the locker room so we can fire her. 
And each one of them were like, all right, I'll do it. I'll step in front of that bullet, sir. <laughs> they jumped on a grenade for sure. She, let's see, she responded to a threat of a gun in 2021. She hit a dip on the road and damaged her car, so she got a talking to. Got suspended without pay for one day. Uh, let's see. She was involved in a crash at an intersection because she tried to merge right, waiting for the vehicle in front of her to enter the flow of traffic. Typical woman. She thought the vehicle had accelerated when it had actually stopped. Probably, I guess she rear-ended it. Dumb, mm. <laughs> dumb. <dumb-dum. laughs> So she just painted back. <laughs> she was required to be tw- uh, uh, breathalyzed, and she passed. One day, <laughs> she breathalyzed with something really long, black, and leaking. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. Don't worry. I don't remember these breathalyzers pulsating. <laughs> and why is it attached to balls of like a Doberman? <laughs> oh fuck! Don't ever besmirch Dobermans. <laughs> I love them. I love Megan. I love Officer Megan. She seems whatever. As far as I'm concerned, ACAB should have in parentheses except for Officer Megan Hall. She, uh, t- uh, October 2022, she responded to an alleged assault, pulled out of the station, and tried to cross lanes of traffic with her lights and sirens on. Van didn't have time to to yield and hit uh, hit her car. and She was injured and transported to a medical center. And she was found at fault because she jutted out of the uh, parking lot there, I guess. She was given four-day suspension without pay. So she just got in trouble for being a silly goose and a klutz. Multiple times, yes. Yeah. So then she goes around getting some on the side. And from what what I read, she she threw it around to every single officer on the night shift. Next thing you know, she's fucking persona non grata. Fuck's that. It's like, dude. The whole night shift was fucking this girl. I'm like, dude, first off, that's great for morale. They're not shooting black people if they're fucking Megan. Yet. They're shooting somebody, but it's up Megan's. Never mind. But um, <laughs> how great would it be if that was Megan's, like, that's how she, like, took up. Uh, how many? Get my brain working. If this is how Officer <laughs> Megan, a.k.a. Officer Angel... This is how she solved all the problems when she's out in the field there. She's like, you, stop selling drugs on the corner. And he's like, no. And she's like, and how about now? No. All right, unzips and just gets on top of him. How about now? All right, I'll think about it. I am pretty sleepy. Yeah. I could go for some Taco Bell, you know. And this guy's like, I'm going to kill myself and everybody in this building. <laughs> and he's like, maybe, maybe I'll just nap. You know, <laughs> maybe maybe things aren't that serious. Maybe I'll just chill a little bit. You know what I mean? Now, uh, did you see the officers that were fired? Versus yeah, a couple ver- of them. Versus strapping dudes. Versus the ones that got in trouble. Let's see if you recognize a pattern here. Okay. I'm going to go down one to seven. Okay. I, uh, I couldn't get the pictures in order, but I numbered them. Okay. So number one. I'll give you my review of each one. We got Officer Seneca Shields. He was a cop for 10 years, was fired in connection to the investigation. All right, first off, Seneca. Number one. Has fucking the perfectly manicured facial hair. Yes. I think he looks like a fine gentleman, dude. Yeah. Black dude, big shoulders, probably got a healthy hog on him. Uh, Let's see. Uh, He was reprimanded for 
using his person uh, using a company computer to send a personal email and his patrol vehicle was taken away from him previously for not getting an oil change. He was fired for being for forgetful. Yeah. For <sighs> in connection to the sexual charges, he was fired. Aww. Number two, Sergeant Henry Ty McGowan. He was employed for nearly two decades. Uh, he was involved in previous sexual conduct investigation, but he was suspended without pay back then, and his rank was reduced. He was fired. Now you said you said two decades. Mm-hmm. So, are you a fan of the Lethal Weapon series? The I movies. Ha- I haven't seen him in a long time. So, but I'm aware. just like Roger Murtaugh from those movies, he's getting too old for this shit. <laughs> yes. So he's probably just walking around like a curmudgeon. And he definitely has that, I'm about to shoot an unarmed suspect look <laughs> to him. And Officer Megan, the hero Hall, was just like, he's obviously frazzled. I can handle this. Come here, bud. And just pulls him back into the locker room, fucking drains his balls, mm-hmm. and sends him out. He's like, you know what? I got another five years of this shit in me. You know, let's go. Let's go fucking serve and protect. This close to a fucking pension. Yeah. Number three, Juan Lugo Perez. He was employed since 2018. He was uh, he got a written warning for seizing a suspect's phone to get a search warrant without submitting or logging the evidence. Given a written warning, no, uh, not activating his lights and sirens during a high speed chase. Why he would chase somebody without lights and sirens, I don't know. But they I didn't. Mean, they didn't like that one bit. I think his only crime is having one eyebrow. <laughs> but no, since he does look vaguely Italian. <laughs> I will say he's probably guilty. That's officer number three. He was fired. Oh, officer number four. I don't know his name yet, but he o- is handsome. Officer number four, Lewis Powell, was hired in 2008. He had no known discrepanc- disciplinary actions on his on his uh, record. He's got three stripes on his arm, dude. Fired. He's a canine cop. That means he hangs out with a good... Oh, dude. I think you're looking at um officer number five. Well, it says four next to him. How can you tell he's a canine cop? Because it says canine on his fucking shirt. (laughs) Duh, shows how much I looked at the picture. (laughs) So with this guy here, I'm like, A, he hangs out with a good boy all day, so he can't be that bad. No disciplinary actions. Good boy or good girl. No disciplinary actions. Fired. Do you you think she threw something to the dog? No. Let's not think about that. No. She's too too pure. (laughs) You probably let the dog watch, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Number five. Treat. Oh, just found five. Oh, this fucking pecker would. Larry Holiday hired in 2016. Another good boy cop. Punished two week unpaid suspension. Two uh, two week suspension related to the sex scandal. He oh. will he will return to work as of three days ago. The lone cracker. Mm-hmm. Number mm-hmm. six. Patrick Mag- Magliocco. Definitely a fucking Ginzo. Uh huh. Hired in 2021. Two week un uh, two week unpaid suspension, no known disciplinary actions, not fired. Damn. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can already tell number seven got away with it too. Number seven, Gavin Showburl. Ugh. No one named Gavin's ever gonna do anything good for the world. Absolutely not. I don't care how cool your son's your son is. You shouldn't have named him that. Yeah. Let's see. Worse if you name him like Chase. No disciplinary actions. What? One week unpaid suspension. This kid looks too fucking young to even get boners. Now, officers number one through four, officers number five through seven. Notice anything? No, one through four, brown to black, uh-huh. obviously. 
How about five through seven? You also know something else? Most of them had longer tenures than the white cops that didn't that got away pretty much with a slap on the wrist. I mean, I'm no fucking cop sucker, but they had pretty minor infractions as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Especially the guy that had none. Yeah. Except for in a moment of weakness, he wanted some fucking pussy. Some sweet huss. Yeah. What do you some you want that cop pussy? Do you want that kapussy? <laughs> I mean To protect and serve I mean indeed. They're shooting less civilians if they're too busy fucking. Yes! She's doing a hell of a thing for morale and getting cops less agitated so they're less inclined to shoot other people. I think she should be mayor. I didn't hear one report of a shooting in this entire thing. I want to hear every one of those cops get asked, was the pussy worth it? And I guarantee every single one of them was like, mm-hmm. hell yeah. She had a tank. <laughs> she had a tank, son. <laughs> Dude, can you imagine this fucking cop bukkake going on back there? She's got to hold up the riot shield to block all the <laughs> semen heading her way. Oh, God. Uh, these are the people uh-huh. that are hard to protect us. And, well, at least Officer Megan's doing a great job. So, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, I'm no longer to get on the ACAV chip anymore. I'm, I'm a blue line guy now. Oh? Just for Officer Megan. She's an angel. She's a go-getter. Not, not a very good driver, but she is a woman. So, we'll forgive her. She didn't ask to... Yeah, she didn't ask for that. Dude, she's going to get so many offers after this, though. You know that? Oh, yeah. She's basically set for All life. the dudes that got fired and could become alcoholics, wife beaters, and get and just be all downhill from then on out. Officer Megan will be getting fucking calls from like porn places. And dude, she's probably. She'll be getting offers out the ass, dude. She probably already picked up a manager. Someone, yeah, someone's already fucking working on the movie about it. We're not, like, we're not stupid. I know that happens. Yeah. So she'll be, she'll fucking she'll come be out fine. like roses. She'll be fine. Then she's like, I don't have to be a cop anymore. Yeah. This is great. And see, they fired her. And now these three fucking cracker-ass cops here that did get to keep their jobs, they'll go on to shoot somebody unarmed. And people are like, well, what happened? Like, you got rid of Officer Megan. Oh, maybe this. You got rid of Officer Megan, and now look what happens. Maybe this, even. They're going to exact revenge on the four who did get fired because they got her fired. Oh... And since they're not cops anymore, those black dudes are civilians now. That's right. All this could have been avoided if you just let that little champion Megan carry on with her fucking business. I'm, I have a my spidey sense is tingling. You I know, think... it's, you know the the one box huh? that was empty huh? in that police station, the one box that was empty, not Megan's, the complaint box. <laughs> so I believe we've learned something today. <laughs> Every office needs a slam pig, whether it be male <laughs> or female. Every office needs a slam pig. You know, I, I, my spidey sense is tingling. The officers that did get fired, I think we're going to see some body cam footage from the other three coming pretty soon. Oh, dude. I hope the officers that got fired use the body cam footage, press it to fucking DVD or put it on the internet, <laughs> and reap all the fucking benefits. Oh, speaking of body cam footage, where's their fucking footage? Right? Like, what do you want to see? The fucking chubby Italian guy and the, and the two white guys? The gin- no. No. I want to see the fucking 
dark dudes with the big fucking honking Yule log dicks. I want to see Idris Elba <laughs> Jr., aka yeah. and aka Officer Seneca. Oh, Seneca, dude, I would fucking watch that. He's shit. He's beautiful. He was, dude. He's probably got like abs like a riverbed. <laughs> oh, dude. Never been ashy his entire life, dude. Just fucking, Mo- just a gleaming ebony warrior. Moisturized. Oh, dude. <sighs> he just steps out, fucking just <laughs> arced up, ready to go. <laughs> Officer Seneca's got a future in the fucking business, too. If he plays his cards right. Honestly, like, yeah. He is good looking enough. <laughs> to avoid getting shot by the other cops that didn't get fired. <laughs> he does all his porns wearing a Kevlar vest. Yeah, just move. <laughs> True. Just, just move. They won't. Yeah. Uh, Got to give a shout out to Seneca, man. Yeah. Oh, old Sensen. Which oh, is, now I don't have to fucking salute him. He's not a. He's not the salute male. I don't have to salute him. He's a fellow coxman like you, though. Ah, uh, sure. You guys probably got equal sized pieces. <laughs> I've heard. I've heard. I've heard talk to you. They're like, yo, Tom's hung like a Nubian. He's hung like a Nubian <laughs> cop, dude. <laughs> He said you're hung like a, a cop from Zimbabwe, dude. <laughs> I was like, damn, I believe it. I've only known two Senecas in my life. One of them is a cool little is is a shout out to Ed Tweed, listener, friend of the show. His Hi, Ed. his his uh second his uh yeah, his second youngest cool kid and Officer Seneca. I went to school with a kid named Seneca who read comic books and he was one of the only friends I had to talk about comic books and I fell out of contact with him probably eighth grade and then i was out of high school way out of high school at this point and jehovah's witnesses come up to my door knock on him like fuck open the door and it's him ah i was like yo they got him and he's just like yo (laughs) no he he was always one of them Uh even in school he was one of them and instead he's like i'm like dude come come in come in come in didn't talk about fucking this stupid watchtower shit once we talked about the avengers Dude, and it was fucking great. I was like, I got to back in contact with. I never, I haven't seen him since, but still, that's a nice. I mean, how sick would it be? Like Jehovah's Witness come to your house, and you're like, ah, oh, fuck, this is annoying. And they probably like, do you have a minute to talk about the Fantastic Four? You're like, yeah, I have no, <laughs> minute. I have hours. <laughs> Get your ass in here, boy. Damn, he probably would have fucked up Megan's pussy too, dude. <laughs> your Seneca? Yeah. Yeah. He was, he's like seven foot. Dude, he was like seven what? foot in eighth grade. Ew. He's one of those dudes. You're like, dude, what fucking island are you from, dude? Not the people. Like, which one was your stone head on? <laughs> then you just fucking erected yourself out of the sand. Damn. Just give him a canine cop, dude. You would have been pounding out puss. Mm-hmm. Alongside the other Senecas. So, basically what we learned from this is everybody named Seneca probably has a gigantic ding dong. Yep. And rails out chubby white cops named Megan. At least they eventually will. Yes. If you do that, make sh- if your name is Seneca and you're listening to this show and you got a big piece and you got a thing for cops named Megan with tank asses, <laughs> make sure your union has good legal representation so you can maybe get away with your pension. That is a major faux pas on the police union on their on that. I know, part. right? How the fuck didn't they get away with it? Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, that is glaring. Especially given the fact that like all the young cops had like six months in, two years in. All these other dudes are fucking like veterans. Mm-hmm. I don't want to sound like a bootlicker, but if the dude was in there fucking crushing out fat girls, that's what I want to be doing. 
So, yeah, God bless Megan. I hope she shoots someone just so we can have in our evil tit segment. Wow. Foresh- mm-hmm. Foreshadowing. That's for Megan. But I hope she shoots that evil orthodontist in his child porn problem. Absolutely. Fuck you, Dr. Thomas Shannon, whatever the fuck. Reminds me to lock my phone better. <laughs> Wink. Oh, oh, boy. oh, boy. What do you think? What else you got? I got nothing. You want to get into some homework? We should. Okay. We had a uh, mutual homework. That's right. You want to start with that? Yeah, we should probably start with that, dude. I just watched it again. Finally dropped, night. dude. Andrew Santino, cheeseburger. Yep. And I I heard, obviously, he's been on every podcast that we like promoting the thing. Yeah, for like the last month, yeah. Yeah, and I heard him hint at the fact that he uh, he got into what the, the meaning of cheeseburger was. And yeah. he explained it in a joke, and I liked it. I yeah, like, it was oh, good. It's a good point. I, I would have even liked it if it was just like, ah, uh, fuck, I'm calling my special cheeseburger. Even if, he just, <laughs> even, yeah. even if it had no meaning, I'd be yeah. like, yes, solid. I also liked in all the interviews you've been doing on podcasts where he mentioned he's going to live in New York for a while. Yeah, I'm I'm very excited to see what comes of that because my, yeah, he's going to get... West Coast dude coming over here? Like, yeah, dude. He's going to get even funnier. Absolutely. Because I don't give a shit. He's the funniest dude on the West Coast right now. Bar none. He's fucking great. Now, the special. You know me. I was fucking stoked for this shit. Yeah. I was fucking stoked for it. It had some low spots. Did you find that it got kind of clapter-y? Yes. I, that's one of my notes because he was kind of audience serving a yes. little bit. And that was my one major critique. But all in all, I thought it was a fucking great special. I thought it was fucking solid. Yes. I don't know what the fuck it is about specials on you on uh, Netflix. I can't watch them sometimes. I can't pay Honestly, attention. I think if they would have edited it down to like a 45-minute special... Throwing it on YouTube, mm. probably would have done better. I, 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 almost, I almost guarantee it would have done better if that happened. And it's not that the material's bad. It just seemed like the crowd stunk. Well, that's like, I think I'm, I think I'm spoiled from going to comedy clubs, and so many of our favorite specials are filmed in clubs. They, yeah. they seem so much better. Yeah. It did look great. Yeah. And he looked like he was fresh off the golf course, which I kind of liked. <laughs> and I liked his set design, too. It was real simple. It reminded me a lot of this room, but less murdery, I guess. Yeah, but he kept it, uh, also kept it real with his uh, whiskey bar. Yeah, exactly. His little table behind him. That's what I mean. Yeah. It was just, just, yeah. just right. Let's see. Uh, each premise, I thought, got better and better. Like he de- like I can see how much he built this out yeah. and, 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 wor- and worked on it because... All all last year, leading up to the end of the year, and I think some of 21, too, all the comics that we respect on other people's podcasts were like, you know who's got the best hour who's touring right now? And everybody said Andrew. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> tur- turtle, move straw. float. Str- turtle, move. <laughs> straw, float. Ocean, big. Yeah. Killed me. Yeah. And how about that closing joke? I forgot it already. And he's like, and you know what the best part is? I made it up. Yeah. I've, I've heard somebody else do that trick before too, but man, that was good. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I just, I don't know if it was because I went into it just 
expecting I was going to get the greatest special of my life. Uh. But maybe if I had just gone into a little bit more, with more reasonable expectations. But I, I still give, I'm still giving it an eight. Yeah, I'd give it a solid eight. I, I'll, I will definitely watch it again at some. Oh point. yeah, same. And because you're reminding me of jokes that I forgot about already, because I watched it the day it came out and didn't rewatch it. Mm. I think if he had done it in front of a better, like, if he had done it in front of like a better crowd, it probably would have done a lot better. Maybe if the room wasn't so big, I don't know. Yeah, I just don't know. I don't know anything. I'd about rather that. watch a comedian kill to like 300 people in a dinky club than you know thousands of people in an auditorium. Yeah. 1,200 plus is too fucking big for me. But, like, I think... I wish I knew how big Helium was. I think Helium is my favorite club. Because you're there every weekend? That, too, but... (laughs) I mean, Magoobies... Because I'm chicken fingers? Dude, they're (laughs) fucking solid. Magoobies is way up there, too, but Magoobies is bigger of a room, but you can hardly tell. It still has, like, a club feel. I I have never been there. We will be there on a future episode. That's right. We're going to see Stoner Dads live. In April. It's going to yeah. be fucking sick. I can't wait. Are we doing that. a road pod that day? Absolutely. Yes. It's going to be so stupid. Maybe a little bonus episode. A little boner episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's going to be so stupid. Thank you, Megan. <laughs> I don't know who Megan is. Hall. Officer Megan Hall. Oh, God bless her. I want to thank her for her services. I, I, I back her blue, dude. <laughs> I back her until she's fucking blue. Now... Now, um, as far as our individual homework, do you want to start, or do you want me to start? I think you should start, because I think once I get into the musical side, you're probably going to want to change your answer about what I gave you. (laughs) Start comedy first, though. Okay. Adam Rowe, Imperious. Um, His accent was funny. He has a fucking... Thick as shit Liverpool accent. He's a Liverpoolian. Liverpool. <laughs> Opening joke was great. Uh, I thought it started off really strong, but it fell off for me. The middle sags. Yeah, big time. The beginning's great, the end's great. The middle's kind of sags a I, little bit. I tried watching it a second time, and he he must have uh, he must be huge over there. Yeah, because like I mean, he's not like theater or like Bill Burr huge or anything like that. I mean, but like he, he's definitely one of the bigger acts in the UK. See, I don't know how well he does outside of the UK though. I'd never even heard his name before, but yeah. I, I consider myself a comedy fan, but, I, but his he, pods are one of the biggest ones in the UK. Uh, I just, I couldn't imagine listening to that voice that much. It once like I've listened to a few like I've probably about ten episodes of it. Hmm. Once you kind of figure out what the fuck their the slang means in some parts, it, it helps. Hmm. But if you go into a fresh face, like the first two episodes of this, time, I'm like, huh? <laughs> but you know, once you figure out, oh, this means this. And honestly, a couple times I did Google, like, what the fuck does this mean? And then he explains it to you, and it's like just different terms, the same <laughs> shit we say. What's a pufta? Yeah, and it's just, but yeah. I thought it was good, and like I, it was like my when I first dipping my toes into, like cause you got your top tier UK comedians, you got your Ricky Gervaises, your Jimmy Cars, and shit like that, and then there's like I never really got to the tier below that or below that. Yeah. So I started watching 
his podcast, which is called Have a Word, just to dip my toes into what the UK has going on. Because if, if he's having people on and he's that big, they must be equal-ish. Yeah. The other dude sense. he does the podcast with is really funny. His name is Dan Nightingale. Hmm. He's pretty funny. And his accent's easier to work around. Yeah. It's a little clearer for us Yanks. Yeah. <laughs> so. I thought it was good, not great. I gave it a five. Oof. I thought it was okay at best because I've seen I've seen people like local people in this area funnier than him. We're also in an area where we are spoiled. Yeah. So that's fair. But yeah. I don't know that I'd watch it again, but I would I would watch his output again, but Yeah. I that's uh, that's fair. That's I wasn't fair. a fan of that special. All right. 5 5 Nothing to write home about. I'll tell you what. Okay. Before we get in, since the two musical homeworks we had was each of our favorite albums. Uh-huh. So what I'll do, I'll go next and do the comedy, and then we'll jump into music. That's what I thought we were doing. Okay. Now, Steve Hofstetter, I fucking forget the name of the, the, it was the, the show. The Recipe. The Recipe, yes. Very slow. And it, it's definitely a one-man show style comedy special. It's got jokes, but it's more of a one-man show than a comedy special. I warned you. Now, I think I would have liked it better if I was familiar with his output before that. Like, I'd never heard of the guy until you mentioned it last week. But he definitely had some solid jokes, but the poignant parts just drug on for me. It was just slow. Mm-hmm. Um. I do want to check out some of his strictly stand-up stand-up to see what he's about. Because some of his so the parts that were funny were really funny. but He can write a joke. Yeah, definitely. And there were some great stories. He's a good storyteller, too. But just overall, it just drug for me. And I have to echo what you said about the Adam Rose Rachel. I gave it a five. Mm-hmm. But I definitely do want to check out his... Strictly stand-up stuff. Yeah, I'd like to see more but, of his output also. Yeah. It it was entertaining, but a, quite a few times I had I was hitting buttons to see how much longer it was. Mm. Which is something I don't like to do. Yeah. Because that just, even though sometimes I may not be meaning to do that, it's just me, my brain telling myself, you really don't like this that much. So it, it it's it's your brain being like, is this ending soon? Or <laughs> yeah. is he going to get to something else yeah. in the next I'm 10 bored. minutes? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I'm hoping it wasn't just my, did you just fart? No. Nah. <sighs> wasn't me, was it? Oh, oh. So, um. Stroke again. Yeah, it's that's fucking stroking, kicking in again. Do you want to go over the record first? Do you want me to go over CKY first? I have a bad feeling about this. I'll go first. <laughs> I just know it. I'm not... All right. My assignment was Helmet's uh, Aftertaste. Okay. Which you call your favorite... Album. Album, period. It's my favorite piece of music released. Hmm. Uh-oh. I'm not typically imp- impressed by guitar effects pedal bands, but I didn't mind theirs. Like as a as a per, like I started like I'm a drummer but I started playing guitar so I understand whatever like overdrive like g- 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 let me sidetrack you real quick uh. when you made that CKY playlist for me under the Tom Alderson you YouTube name yeah I forgot 
what it was. I forgot to save it to my YouTube things to, to listen to later. So I just did a YouTube search for Tom Alderson. Uh-huh. And I found videos from like eight years ago. It just said Tom Alderson was the name of the YouTube page. And it was just some kid playing guitar. Oh, interesting. What were you doing eight years ago, Tom? Eight years ago, I was infirmed. Eight, eight years ago. Oh, that's right. You're retarded. Actually, man. no. This time, eight years ago, I was on a full U.S. tour. It was sick, too. You sure you weren't making YouTube videos? You fucking playing a Stratocaster? Mm-mm. No. I was full on drumming back then. That was some faux Tom Alderson out there, dude. You I would fuck. also never play a Fender guitar. Oh, gay. Calm down, buddy. I like, oh, shit. Bad Bad's going to fuck you up. I like pointy guitars. <laughs> I think they look cool. All the points, dude. So, Go I'm, ahead. I'm anyway, I'm not typically impressed by guitar effects because I'm. I'm not a fucking plebe. Right. But I didn't mind theirs. I thought they were tasteful. Like, there are bands like, like, like fucking U2. People are mind blown because the edge is just like, oh, wow, 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 with his fucking pedals. And he's, if you look at his hands, he's barely playing. And I'm like, what is this jackass doing? And meanwhile, 200,000 other people are like, yes, here's all of my money. His name is the edge, bro. Kind of gay. I ain't gonna front, dude. First couple of YouTube records are fucking smokers. I mean, I have a copy of the Joshua Tree. It's my man, solid. My man. I have that CD in my room. Don't front. That shit's good. I I bought it because it's good. Somebody named whose name wasn't the Edge couldn't make something that good. So instrumentally, I thought this record was great. They're definitely a blueprint of uh, cock rockers to follow, especially the vocal cock style. Cock rockers, like the people who mimic. What Helmet did are cock rockers to me. I don't know how to take that. Like, there's there's obviously like marble in the mouth, like uh, like Pearl Jam copies that came out in the yeah, 90s. Yeah, yeah. And then there's the other side of things of people who try to be Helmet. That's cock I wouldn't call that cock rock. Well. Cock rock's like fucking Aerosmith. They're kind of OG cock rock if you think about it though. <sighs> Now you're comparing my favorite band to Aerosmith? No, this is not a comparison of Helmet to Aerosmith. The two are mutually exclusive. Helmet will never be as good as Aerosmith, bro. What? Aerosmith stinks. Aerosmith fucking rules. Oh, dude. my God. You're a victim Simple of your generation. Simple words, dude. Love in an elevator. Fuck. Only the poet laureate could come up with words like that. I don't fucking like Aerosmith, you dick licker. I just don't like you fucking comparing my favorite band to Cock Rock. Uh, and again, I, 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 I didn't compare them. I said Cock Rock is trying to be Helmet. And here's something I will say detrimental to Helmet. Along with Pantera, they're also the impetus for a lot of new metal bands. That makes sense. A lot of new metal bands. I can hear that for sweated. sure. The old Helmet records a lot. Uh, I, I'm sure Helmet... I don't blame them. I blame Pantera, but I don't blame Helmet just because I'm one of those guys. I'm an asshole. I'm sure Helmet has a lot of babies out there. Oh, yeah. Oh, fucking A, dude. A bunch of chain necklace babies. When their first fucking like, record, like big record, when Meantime first went big, there was imitators out the fucking ass, dude. Mm-hmm. And then Betty is massive. And then a lot of them got... Way bigger than Helmet did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's another thing. Helmet yeah. is not the biggest band in the not world. Not at all. Meanwhile, they did a lot of the shit that these bands copied originally. Because they were never like a showy band. Yeah. Like they were talented, but they were never like overdoing it. They were never like like fashionistas or anything like that. They were just like 
four normal looking dudes playing heavy jams. They strike. They struck. It's something in the sound tells me that they're like gray t-shirt, blue jeans, guitar players. Pretty much. Yeah. That makes all the sense yeah. in the world to me. Normal haircuts. Yep. You know, no like, makeup. Maybe one member has a jacket. <laughs> Tops. We have a but one- it's a light jacket, dude. <laughs> it's we have a full <laughs> jacket. <laughs> we have a one jacket quota on stage. <laughs> it's light. It's like a windbreaker with a zipper. And let's see, what else did I say? I could see any of the songs on this record being on the radio and being hits. Some of them were. And uh, if you, Maybe. my last note, if you don't, if you don't take your homework assignment, especially after hearing this first, the first song, Pure. Yeah. You get poopy marks on your report card. Why? Because they're like, they're they're cousins. No way. Fuck out of here with yes. that shit. Yes, they are. Fuck out of here with that shit. You better listen again. Ugh. There's a lot of similarities. All right. A lot. None. Uh, I gave it a 7 out of 10. I hate you. It won't enter my rotation, but I liked it a lot. You're going to hate the next couple minutes. All right. You gave me a the band Camp Kill Yourself. I've been thinking about this for three days. I'm sure I'm going to be fine. You sent me first. You gave me an album. Yeah, and then I, and then, then you're like, oh, this is behind. Then the you scenes. made me a curated playlist of your favorite songs of theirs. A little, a little behind the scenes. I detracted from the homework assignment. I assigned him uh, infiltrate, destroy, rebuild straight through. But then I was like, eh, to give him an idea of why they're my favorite, I'll just make a playlist of what my favorite songs are of theirs, and it's kind of a mixture of that record. Uh, answer can be found, and then there's one old song on there, too. Now, being the fucking overachiever that I am, I personally reviewed every single song separately. And thus, here we go. All right. The first CKY song, Sinking to the Underground, sounds like it would be an after-school special about a skater kid whose dad is really mean to him. Sick prog rock riff, <laughs> 0 out of 10. Oh, man. Ugh, dude. Like, that is the worst fucking guitar tone I've ever heard in my entire life, and I'm not a tone nerd. Thin doesn't, which is a word I can never use, doesn't begin to describe that fuck. Ugh. Of all the bands that you listen Ugh. to and like, Ugh. you don't see any similarities in their sound. None. I think you're broken. None, except for a little bit of Clutch. You can tell those dudes like Clutch. They loved, those bands loved each other back in the day. Ugh. They did a lot of uh, shows together. Next too. song, Flesh Into Gear. Same as above, but underwater this time. <laughs> and somehow the guitar tone is even thinner. At least the song is short, 0 out of 10. Track 3, Attached at the Hip. This asshole really likes whispering his lyrics. The main riff starts off good. Then devolves into something Rush would leave on the cutting room floor. Zero out of ten. Rush? Right. Yeah. Next song, Shock and Terror. Skateboard Steve is tired of being pushed around by jocks. Writes song in his composition book during study hall. More whispering, more prog rock. Zero out of ten. Suddenly Tragic, which is the next song there. Skateboard Steve tells Jock to stop picking on nerdy art babe. Gets a lunch tray dumped onto his head. See, these all sound like funny anecdotes, not song reviews. Sounds like that Pardon Me While I Burst Into Flames song. Sick drum fills, Lars. One out of ten. <laughs> Dress in Decay. Ayo fam, make my guitar tone sound like Nintendo. 
Hot Babe asks Skateboard Steve to prom, but it's a prank. Song is 316, but Stone Cold would not approve. <laughs> One out of ten. Familiar Realm. Song wasn't bad until that solo hit. I've never wanted to fight a guitar tone ever in my life. <laughs> Three out of ten. Oh, here it turns around now, dude. Eh, turns around now. I'm not excited. Lost in a Contraption. Great, great song. This sounds like an altogether different band. I wish the other song sounded more like this. Skateboard Steve's dad reveals that he used to get bullied too. They finally hug. <laughs> Four out of ten. That sounds oh, much better. <laughs> each song was like this shit guitar riffs. You couldn't even hear a second guitar. Like I don't even think the other dude was even fucking playing. I think he's just there because his guitar says CKY on it. I will give the one thing: the bass tone was pretty decent. The drumming was boring. And every single vocal part was like, no, I I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't understand it. And then you're like, oh, the bands you like, you like this. I don't understand where you were finding that, but I was not seeing it all. The clutch shit, some of it, I could, I could see what you're saying. Definitely. If that, that dude's guitar should be smashed over his head for that fucking tone. It is thin, weak, and just ugh. It's just ugh. See the 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 like the bedroom practice amp kind of sound is what I like about it. That is the worst part. <laughs> it's it's not thin. That's, that's like saying, "Oh, my favorite part about the Holocaust was the gas chambers." It's like <laughs> God. <laughs> you know, instead of saying like, "Oh, I like the free train ride," you know, it's like it 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 was. It was bad. Uh, fine. Sorry. Uh. But Skateboard Steve and his dad hugged in the end, so <laughs> that worked out. The last song, I was like, this is not the same band. Like, there's like almost no guitars in it whatsoever. It's pretty much just like organ, bass, and drums. I'm like, alright, minus the vocals, this is pretty good. I like, this is alright. Like, if the all the songs sounded like that last song... I would have been way more on board. It still would have gotten like a five or a four. But I was just like, all right, this is, I like this. This is okay. Did you get to the, um. I listened to every song all the way through. So, so you did get to like, and. and I listened to every song all the way through. I did not skip anything. In the older song, Lost in a Contraption. I don't know what it was in order. There's, it was the last one. That's older than the other songs? Yes. Okay. Much older. There's, it's not a solo, but it's kind of like a bridge. It's like a riff that repeats four times. Yeah. That riff is fucking sweet. Yeah. And it's like, for some reason, his guitar doesn't sound like fucking paper <laughs> on that. Like, that song was not bad. I'm like, what happened? Huh. What the fuck happened, dude? Maybe, uh, it was, oof. Maybe you have different ears than me. Yeah. Sorry. It happens. Yeah, fuck it though. It's yeah. it's they're not the most popular band in the world. So I get it. They but, are in this area. Yeah, but they're they're <laughs> in, Ooh, good job. I mean, <laughs> you have fans in Newcastle and, Ch- and I don't, Chester County. Honestly, I don't think there's any kid your age that wasn't or isn't a fan of CKY. Maybe to some degree. To some degree, like CKY at one point. They may not admit to it, but they did. When that fucking stupid show or in those skate videos were out everybody was all about that band a lot of my friends a shit ton of my friends are all about that shit 
So they must have been doing something right. It just never hit me. I think, honestly, is because of how old I am. Maybe it would have uh, grabbed you if it... If, if I was, was 10 years younger, time. yeah, probably. Who knows? You know what I mean? And if you were 10 years older, maybe Helmet would be more, like, maybe more for you. So, whatever. It is It is what it is, sir. Now... I've heard that somewhere. I know. It's a pretty popular term. I came up with it. Yeah. When I was, like, six. But, um... <laughs> I got some shit for you this week. Oh, yeah. I got some shit for you. I know it's early... But this is already my favorite special of the year. And I think it's going to be hard to knock off the list. Though, up on the side, March, Jay Okerson, Dog Belly, comes out. What a funny name. I don't know what the story is, but I can't wait to find out. Oh, man. I cannot wait to find out. He, uh, I listened to, not the most recent, but one of the recent episodes of Legion of Skanks, and he said, yeah, it's coming out in March. It's called Dog Belly Live at Skankfest. Man, you know what else, too? Not to, to Just to detract for Go a ahead. second. If we're talking about Big J, specifically, mm-hmm. you, know why I'm, you know why I'm double looking forward to that special? Just to see him not do crowd work. And not to say that I don't enjoy when he does crowd work. I've seen him do two shows of just crowd work, and I laughed the whole time. His crowd work is impeccable, but I don't think he puts enough shine on his actual stand-up, yes. which is equally as good. Yes. That's why I'm looking forward to Speaking that Speaking of that special. episode of uh, Legion of Skanks, it was pretty funny. Uh, Jay Okerson and that dude he does the SDR show with, um, uh, Ralph Sutton, the mm-hmm. guy who owns Gas Digital. Yeah. They uh, were... Ralph... They went to um, the AVN Awards, the uh, Adult Video yeah. Thing Awards. Oh, now. And they were getting, um, they were nominated for like best podcast or whatever. Huh. They didn't lose. And uh, on Legion of Skanks, they were like, Louis Gomez was like, Jay, you're so fat, you were probably nom nom nominated. <laughs> and it's so god fucking damn it. stupid. That's but f- god damn it, I was laughing my fucking ass off at it. God damn it. He's like, good. you're so fat, you're nom nom nominated. <sighs> that's fucking good. Anyway. If that wasn't such a fucking well-written 10-year-old joke, <laughs> man, that's which, funny. Which is my fucking, that's my mindset, dude. If it's geared for 80-year-old men or 10-year-old boys, that's where you hit me. Damn. But anyway, back to my yeah. homework I'm signing you. Spe- it's a special by another fucking ginger and a Canadian, but we won't hold it against him. Nathan McIntosh, Money Never Wakes. On YouTube, it's about 45 minutes long. I didn't stop laughing the entire time. I had to stop to catch breaths. I've watched it seven times since I talked to you. My first text to you was like, yo, I just watched the special of the year already. That was the first time I watched it. I watched it six more times after that, including this morning. It... Is balls out one of the, one of the funniest shit I've ever heard in my life. Hmm. The dude is fucking wild. First off, he's constantly looks like he's on the verge of a nervous breakdown. He's like just jittery as fuck. But god damn, he's funny. He does remind me of Bill Burr a little too much sometimes. Hmm. But whatever. Is that the ginger thing? Also, a lot. Some of his delivery is pretty much kind of on that too. 
he's you can tell he's heavily influenced by it. And sometimes he doesn't really give a fuck if he's wearing so, it on his sleeve or not. So he's not like he's not a Bill Burr baby, but he's maybe a nephew. But he's yeah, but he's got the fucking material to back it up, okay. dude. Just when you get to the joke about the Rockefellers, text me immediately. <laughs> Because I want to know, because that was one of the fucking greatest, funniest bits I've heard in forever. And it has one of the funniest pieces of crowd work ever. Just why he's talking to a guy and the whole, every single joke in the special revolves around money and how we honestly, the everyday person doesn't understand it and how it works. Hmm. So it all kind of has like a theme and the theme is money. Money never waits. And, uh, wakes. Wakes. Yes. It's a play on that stupid uh, Wall Street 2, Money Never Sleeps or whatever. Oh, whatever. So um, he's just going to this guy. He's like, like you, sir, you work in finance, right? You know, you, you don't understand it. You don't understand how money works. And the guy's just like, yup. And he just goes, well, all right. And just, <laughs> then just instantly moves on. <laughs> like he just instantly understands that he has a dud. And instead of taking it out of the special... He just leaves it in there, and for some reason that made me love it even more. Just look, you gotta just don't listen to it, watch it. Just to see the look on his face when the guys is just like, "Yup," and he's like, "All right." This <laughs> is super fucking funny. All right, let let me let me like take that in for sure. Yeah, that I fucking I was like in tears, like constantly hitting the fifteen seconds back button because <laughs> I kept laughing over the next joke. It's rapid fire. So many jokes fill, fitting into only 45 minutes. It was fantastic. Hmm. Now, musically, I got to ask you a question. Are you a fan of the band Crowbar? Mm-hmm. Are you a fan of the band Life of Agony pre-COVID? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, absolutely pre. Okay, this band is from the 90s, but it's imagine if those two bands fucked. Mm. This would be their baby. These days, they could fuck. Oh, good point. And I would watch it and probably pull one out. <laughs> now, this band is called from upstate New York, and they're called Section Eight. Oh, uh, the Troy Corps band. Yes. Now, before you start on this, uh, you ever been you ever, you ever been knocked out at a show? I've only been knocked out twice in my life, so no. Me uh, uh, at a show, I've been knocked out twice. Right. One of them was at the Life of Agony show when they had just gotten back together when uh, Mina had freshly transitioned. Right. Nine nine years ago. Yeah. Got knocked out that show. Did you manage to not become a mush brain after it this time? I did. You were an accident prone motherfucker, dude. I was fine. I was. I can't wait for you to be like, yo, listen to that fucking record you recommended to me. Then I fell down and (laughs) smashed my fucking forehead. I am not accident prone. You are, dude. You're like a fucking top-heavy baby. You know those like paint buckets that have the picture on the side of the baby falling into it? That's your baby picture. That's you, dude. They had to do that because... Lies. They had to do that because 30-plus years ago, sweet Janice, the Wiccan goddess, just happened to be you know, put some spackle up, not thinking anything of it. And obviously she turns around, and in her spackle bucket is two little plump baby feet just kicking around there. Because Top Heavy Tom had to fucking <laughs> fucking fall in there. Anyway. Section 8. Section 8. The album's called Nine Ways to Say I Love You. Oh, nice. And it's got the super heavy, slow, groovy sound of, like, Crowbar mixed with hardcore. But it's got the crooning vocals of, like, Life of Agony. Mm. And 
you call it the Troy core sound, but yeah, it's, it is that. But they're probably, them and Straight Jacket are the top shelf of that whole 90s Troy and upstate New York area hardcore scene. Speaking of upstate New York and Troy. God damn, that stinks. Haha, <laughs> fuck you. Specifically. God damn it, you should get a fucking fan over there so I can join that faster. <laughs> you farted like five minutes ago, dude, and it just hit me. Yeah. The the second band who I was knocked out at was a Stigmata set. Oh, another great one. Mm-hmm. Uh, yo, Stigmata. I'm sorry, man. They have one good record. Hymns, hymns of a... Yeah. Yeah. But, as far as I'm concerned, they can retire on that record and never play again. And I'm yep. fine with that. I'm like, look, you guys dropped a pure uncut gem and you don't need to make more music. I don't care how bad other stuff is. Boy, that do I love that record. It's great. I hate the Cro-Mags, but the song they have with Harley from Cro-Mags on it, on that record, one of the coolest songs ever. I was like, yeah, this song is fucking great. Anyway, enough Stigmata. Section yeah, 8, section Nine Ways eight. to Say I Love You. Nice. I'll enjoy that. Yeah, you should. What do you got for me? So, musically, I'm going to... Actually, I'll start comedy, since you All did. Right. All right. Uh, I'm going to give you a 45-ish minute YouTube special. Too long. Right, right up your alley. Uh, Anthony DeVito. Oh, I have seen it, but I will rewatch it because it's been a while. Brain Noise. Yes. It just came out seven months ago. Yes, I've seen it and I enjoyed it, but I will listen again All right. to refresh myself because I only watched it once. Okay, I'm glad you said that because I did not have a backup waiting. <laughs> it's funny, Um, he was another dude I slept on because for some reason I just looked at him. Like, I saw him on a podcast, and I just saw his face and his haircut, and I was just like, nope. Oh, man. And I was like, this guy looks like a jerk-off. He's a good-looking guy. And then I actually, like, caught him on a podcast, and I was like, you know what? I got nothing else to, to listen to or watch right now. Fuck it. Let's just go through it. And he was killing it. He was just on fire. I was like, this dude is fucking hysterical. He's funny. And then he was actually on it to promote that special. That special. Oh, okay. And I was like... Alright, I'm gonna watch it and I enjoyed it and I ate my words. I was proven wrong. Okay. I made an assumption about a dude with a goofy haircut and an Italian. Uh DeVito. But, yeah. Mm. So but you know. Well, since you've seen it, I'll also watch it and we can both break yeah, it. Yeah. I do I'll want a refresher. I will watch it again. Right. Like I couldn't tell you a single bit from it because it's been that long since I watched it. Yeah. So yeah, what do you got from you musically though? Musically, I'm gonna give you a goth record. Ooh. Uh, and that's Clan of Zymox. I have heard the name. I do not know. It's X Y M O X, right? Bingo. First try, yeah. And yeah. The, but the I told record you I saw the name before. They have like their one record that's full of the hits is a really fucking good record. But I'm gonna assign you the one that I like a lot, and that record is called Twist of Shadows. Spooky. Yeah. See, Goth isn't really something I'm all that. Twist of the shadows, just twist of shadows. It's just something I know, like the the big bands, like the popular bands. Mm-hmm. But like, if you, I know like the A tier goth bands, I know them and their shit. But if you go any like, even if you go B plus tier, I'm like, I don't know. This is exactly that because like like you said, you've got A tier, Susie, Sisters of Mercy, blah blah blah. Yeah. This this band Bow is right. House and shit like that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Zymox is right under them as far as I'm concerned. Okay. Like, the only people... It seems... 
there's a huge drop off in goth music anyway. Right. Because there's people who casually get into it because they saw a Bauhaus t-shirt and they're like, yeah. that guy's hot and mysterious. I want to check that band out. There's like five bands that are like that. I always slept on Bauhaus because everybody I knew who liked them or had one of their shirts was a douchebag. <laughs> I know I know one Bauhaus fan with nothing but redeeming qualities. I mean, there's got to be, logistically, there's got to be a Bauhaus fan out there that, that's cool. There's got to be, like, because that's just how it is. I was in a band with one. So, but it's like, all the ones I knew, Cunts. so, they're all just, they were just turds, dude. Just, like. That sucks. Like, they're, like, chain-smoking at 14. We hung out at the diner until four in the morning, drinking black coffee. Like, great, no one cares. Smoke clove cigarettes. <laughs> you pretty much nailed that shit on the head. So, but like, only the real, like the people who are into it for the music, discover bands like Clan of Cymox. That's why I like that band a lot. I got a goth question for you. Since I know you like that style of music, are you a typo negative fan? Yeah. They always seem to me. To be a goth band filled with guys who beat up goth kids. I could absolutely see that. <laughs> yeah, probably. Do you know, it's like, they would shove the goth kid in the locker. They sure would, yeah. But then steal his record collection to go listen to it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> P- Peter Steele was six foot eight. And a mass, like a massive Russian... Fuck, a Russian immigrant who grew up in Brooklyn in the 70s or I've whatever. seen his hard cock. Pretty sweet piece. Yeah. It's sweet. But that, he was an alt kid who I bet jocks would never fuck with. Oh, yeah. I don't think so. Yo, kids in my high school didn't fuck with goth kids. I bet nobody fucked with goth you know kids why? ever. Because I was in high school during Columbine. Mm. We learned, people, the jocks in my school, they learned pretty fucking quick, dude. They they're gave like, them a wide berth. They're like, oh, so that's what happens when you do that. <laughs> Yo, what's up there, Azriel? <laughs> How you doing today, bud? <laughs> Want me to carry you to the next class? You know, man, the pendulum swung right back when Shit, I was in high dude. school. I, I started high school in two thousand five. Yeah, and uh, I was fifty. By that time, yeah, yeah, nice round. Uh, by that time, all the goth kids were discovering things like anime. And yeah. those fucking t-shirts from Hot Topic with the, the bunny and the who wore shit like clowns will eat me in my sleep. Yeah. Those well, fucking kids. I only do what the voices in my head tell me to do or whatever the fuck it was. Can't exactly. sleep, clowns will eat me. There's a couple others. Fucking. That's that's what And the Smashing goth. Pumpkin Zero shirt. That's what yeah. goth became when I was in school. <laughs> I was friends with them all, but I didn't hang out well, with them. Well, what combine happened, what year was that? Uh, 1999. April no. April 20th. 1999. Are you sure? Positive. Then it's impossible. My, my fucking math doesn't hold up because I would graduate high school in 1998. Hmm. There must have been another fucking goth shooting before that because people learned, don't fuck with the goth kids. They're fucking feral. <laughs> <laughs> They're fucking weird, dude. Don't, don't do it. You know what it was? What? Leave me alone. Fuck! <laughs> Fuck! God damn it! Hit the intro music. Uh-huh.